with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Mainly sunny today with the clouds rolling in for the afternoon and windy. Still a high of 21 degrees. It was the New York Rangers, not the Edmonton Oilers, that won the draft lottery last night. So they will get first pick in the NHL entry draft. The official Stanley Cup playoffs start today here in Edmonton and in Toronto. Now, if you bought 50-50 tickets in the Oilers draw last Friday and were overcharged, you can get a refund. Anyone who accidentally bought tickets that they don't want can email those confirmations confirmation numbers back to the foundation to get a full refund. They have until this Thursday to do so. Five more Albertans have died of COVID-19 with 257 more cases found in the province over the last three days. And an Edmonton doctor says the city's new mask exemption cards are a mistake and that the city is shooting itself in the foot. He says that when it comes down to it, there are very few medical reasons for people not to be able to wear a mask. And those could easily be vetted by a professional before an exemption is issued. An attack at a clinic has left a doctor in Red Deer dead. Officers responded to a walk-in clinic yesterday in the city in the morning to a reported assault with a weapon and a homicide investigation being launched shortly after. A man was taken into custody. And Twitter is a great place to spark a debate, but it's also the perfect place to settle one when you have 8.3 million followers, just like Carrie Underwood. The country music megastar and her husband, Mike Fisher, were at a standstill in an important breakfast debate. So she decided to ask her audience, donuts, are they just for breakfast or just for dessert? What do you boys say? I think they're just anytime. Yeah, yeah she's out of touch with the common man. This is the woman who was on the cover of a fitness magazine a week after having a child. Yeah. And she did say breakfast only. Her husband said, no, 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 donuts are dessert. The results, 80% said breakfast. But you think it's more of an American it's thing. It's got to be an American thing. Yeah. I've never thought of having a donut for breakfast. It's the coffee donuts thing. It's, yeah. I mean, Tim Horton sells donuts and that goes along with their coffee. Yeah. 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 I'm Jack and that's all you need to know this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. 780-421-1039. Tracy, you are twice as likely to do this in the afternoon at work as in the morning. I think take a longer coffee break. Take a longer coffee break in the afternoon than the morning. Right. Yeah. I mean, you earned it. Yeah. <laughs> All that work in the morning. And just gets uh-huh. you closer to home time. That's right. Yeah. You know what, Tracy? It's actually not a longer coffee break, but thanks for the great guess. Thank you. All right. All right, Nick, what do you think? Is it an extended bathroom break? <laughs> oh, bathroom breaks. This is my second guess. Is like in the afternoon, you just get real comfortable. You That's just, a mat move. Yeah, yeah. You got a slop pail ring around your butt from sitting on the toilet so long, hey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do your feet go a little numb? <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> paid to poop. Nothing better. You always, you always poop on company time, not your own time. You got it. <laughs> All right, John. Again, uh, you're twice as likely to do this in the afternoon than you are in the morning at work. What is it? Is it goes off and fall asleep? Fall asleep. Believable. Another yeah. thing I'd leave on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Matt doing it. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's... Yeah, we do see him doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably why I should be home by 10 o'clock. <laughs> All right, Kendall, what do you think the answer is? Yawning. Yawning? You yawn twice as much in the afternoon in the morning. That makes sense. Correct. I don't know, man. Yeah. Hard day. Don't make me on. Don't make me on. I feel like Matt does it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt does all these things. We know. <laughs> Stand up, guy. Thanks for the great guest. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Uh, we're trying to get an answer to the too early for a question question. No luck so far this morning at 780-421-1039. Uh, once again, the question this morning is simply, you're twice as likely to do this in the afternoon at work as you are in the morning. And we've established that Matt does this all the time. It's true. And that's got people guessing all sorts of things. <laughs> uh, Howard, what do you think? The answer to your question is that use the internet or search. No. Matt's on there all day long. Probably. You're making a list. If our boss hears this particular too early question, I am hooped. <laughs> it's it's not Googling or being on the internet, Howard, but thanks for get, uh, the guess, all right? All righty. Have a great day, you. folks. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. The too early for a question question this morning. Uh, you're twice as likely to do, do, to do this in the afternoon at work as you are in the morning. What is it? Is it complaining? Oh, my gosh. Guess what? It is Guess complaining. What? It is? Yeah. You got it. Congratulations. Awesome. Sweet. And what's your name? John. John, do you complain more in the afternoon at work than in the morning? You know what? We, I probably definitely do, yeah. 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 You, get tired of, you get tired on those hot days, right? And you just get fed up. You're just yeah. fed up. Yeah. done with it. Yeah. These guys are always belly aching that I do a lot of complaining. They're complaining <laughs> about my complaining. If they yeah. saw me in the afternoons, <laughs> oh. there's a reason we don't. <laughs> My poor kid that I have to look after, I complain to him all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got his ears plugged. Uh, uh, congratulations. Uh, you're going to a landmark movie, buddy. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, we know the mayor of Kelowna by his first name. His name is Colin. Mm-hmm. And uh, the question this morning is uh, if you're still planning a summer vacation to uh, BC or in particular the Kelowna region, are you going to be welcomed? Are you going to be welcomed, Colin? Absolutely you are. So the border's not closed, uh, although, uh, of course, some residents in my community and in the province would like it to be. Uh, <laughs> I am not one of those, uh, because I think that regardless of where we're from, as long as everyone is respectful of one another, uh, you know, adheres to the proper health protocols like physical distancing and hygiene, we can all get along harmoniously and all have a great summer. And uh, we can all have a great time if you decide to visit the Okanagan. But there's just, you know, a couple of things you can't do that maybe you normally do uh, if you're coming here. Like, for example, if you're single and you're looking to come to the Okanagan to mix and mingle, then it's probably not the summer to do that. We're just asking people to stick with the people they know. And, uh, and if everyone does that and is respectful of one another, I don't care what color your license plate is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but Tinder is time. straight fire in the Okanagan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. I, I'm sure. Uh, and I have heard stories where it's worked the other way, too. Yeah. So I just think everybody needs to just calm down and, uh, and just be respectful and kind to each other. And, uh, and then we'll all get along fabulously. We'll lower the curve. And, uh, and hopefully we can weather this uh, and the vaccine comes out and then we don't even have to worry about this anymore. Yeah, then we can all go back to sloppily sharing your wine. Yeah. And exactly. spit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Tamala, what's up? I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Kelowna was amazing. <gasps> really? I went to Kelowna for 10 days. I was supposed to go to the States, so then my aunt was like, just come here. I'm like, okay. So I went to Kelowna. I have Alberta plates, and people were, you know, people were nice to us. We went to the wineries, and, well, um, beat this out, please. Uh, I came home with three cases of wine, (laughs) and um, 
we went and found some distilleries. We found, and people were very, very polite. People had masks on. Uh, there was social distancing, and there was no issues. Sounds like you were um, a little too schmammered to know if they were good, nice, or indifferent. (laughs) No, it was like that party where you're all friends. (laughs) We went to some wineries, a couple distilleries, the odd brewery. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Suffolk, man. Yeah, I checked, and Suffolk is like in the UK, right? New York State, I thought. I I don't know. (laughs) Close, Matt, close. A Suffolk man has a bizarre attraction a sexual one to tractors and he's been banned from the countryside and forced to sign the sex offenders registry reports the Suffolk cassette. I've seen this story. Ralph Bishop, 53 years old, was found by police with his trousers around his ankles, interfering with the tractor parked in a field. Interfering. (laughs) (laughs) He was arrested on suspicion of outraging public decency and admitted to having, you know what, with around 450 tractors all around the countryside. Where? <laughs> He's like the Wilt Chamberlain in I'm trying to figure this tractor out. Tractor circles. <laughs> with, with off, when officers searched his home, they found a collection of more than 5,000 tractor images on his laptop. <laughs> wow. Police raid! How many tractor pictures do you have? <laughs> The the photo showed Bishop had a special desire for John Deere and Massey Ferguson I was just going to ask this. (laughs) What's his brand? (laughs) Apparently, he was really fond of the green ones. He's he's not a New Holland guy. He likes his North American tractors. And is he a fan of new vintage? (laughs) Well, it just sounds like 450. He's not that picky. (laughs) There's like a, there's a, I don't even want to say the word. There's a joke there. I shouldn't say it. (laughs) No, don't say it. I won't say it. Practice before you go on air. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there you go. It was a good one. That's a good (laughs) rendition. Twenty-four hours worth it, and you got to follow up with this song, of course, right? Uh, Oh, for sure. (laughs) He thinks my tractor's sexy. Wow. In particular, the Massey Ferguson and the John Deere's. Never look at them the same again. Seen those sexy lines on those John Deere's? Kissing Country, one hundred three point nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking this morning about phobias. We had a uh, a moth in here yesterday, and Jack made a, a, a bit of a deal about it. And then uh, Jesse, who works behind the scene at the radio station, she wouldn't even come in the room. Um, <laughs> she was so scared. And then she went on this long story about how she's been scared of moths her whole life, and there was these some kind of Japanese fighting moths or something. I don't big know. Big moths. Yeah, they were big moths in a big crate, and it yeah. scared the living heck out of her. And so she just she can't even think about moths without wanting to pass out. Well, and they're so hairy and unpredictable predictable and they're just in your face we talked about this yesterday you just they're always in up in your business do you know what a proboscis is no that's what a moth has what a proboscis okay it doesn't have a mouth oh it ain't gonna bite you yeah all right that's even more terrifying. What does it have? It just got to get this long, slender tongue. <laughs> you are not doing a good job no, of selling this. No, it's not going to hurt you. It's just going to flap around, maybe land on you, say hello, then go away. There's nothing to be scared about with moths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong. Butterflies have proboscises. I don't know about <laughs> moths. They don't have teeth, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't think they have teeth. I don't think, I don't, yeah, there's no such thing as getting bit by a moth. It's, but, not, like, it's not like a horse fly. But it's not a weird thing. Lots of people are scared of moths. Yeah, it's true. It's the furriness factor. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Are you scared of caterpillars? Mm, yes. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah. What aren't you scared of? You're scared Everything. of a lot of things. Yeah. 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 Life. Yeah. Oh, Elaine texted and says, good morning, guys. I'm terrified of the dark. When I was little, we went out to the outhouse to go to the bathroom and my brother would come home on the weekend and say, the boogeyman is going to get you. It is a bit irrational, but I can't seem to shake the fear. Hmm. No one likes the dark, especially when you're walking around in it. Yeah. You get your head, you know, gets in your way and. You do think about the boogeyman. Maybe I'm afraid of the boogeyman. Okay, yeah. so if you had your choice, would you sleep with a nightlight on? If no one would make fun of you, would you rather sleep with a nightlight? <laughs> no, I need a dark. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not that scared. It's true. I'm tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought when I thought of you. Another text here. Good morning, guys. My biggest fears are clowns, spiders, and heights. If there's a clown walking, a pet spider on the top of a mountain around me, well, I'm done. You'll see a 33-year-old woman crying hysterically and rocking back and forth in the fetal position. Interesting. That's not a good, if you're terrified, it's fight or flight. It's time to flight. Don't just sit there. This is so funny coming from you, Matt. <laughs> I'm a fighter. Yeah. And this is a good text. Uh, if moths don't have teeth, how do they chew holes in clothes, Matt? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's the proboscis. It's their proboscises. Quite strong. <laughs> <laughs> Those slender tongues can do a real damage to clothes. I don't know. Um, interesting. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of dog. I love dogs. They're like my favorite thing on the planet, but I'm afraid because I was bit many times as a kid. So even the smallest little dog, I'm always kind of like, Ooh, a little leery that it's going to bite me. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird phobia. You get a very biteable hand. Yeah. You got that right. Here's a very interesting fear. This person says, if I put on the ceiling fan on high, I'm so scared it's going to fall and kill me. Chop you in half. (laughs) (laughs) That could be a real thing. I got a really low ceiling in our bedroom and we have a fan right above our bed and I have hit my hand in the fan (laughs) on high. Ouch. And I live to tell the tale. Yeah. yeah, That explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I got hit. I got fan damage. (laughs) That's (laughs) Matt's the only guy that has to go to bed with a helmet on. <laughs> Not the only one. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's seven twelve. We're talking about your irrational phobias this morning. Ooh, lots of texts coming in. This one says, I had a hamster when I was a really little girl and it bit the end of my finger and I saw blood. I thought I was going to die and I have hated hamsters ever since. Hmm. I got bit by a hamster. Yeah, they're little devils. Yeah, like... Weirdly big teeth for such little animals. <laughs> well, they're rodents. They chew all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that hamsters bit people. Oh, really? Be careful. No. You didn't probably didn't have a lot of hamsters on the farm. No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> Another one here. I can't sleep with the closet door open. I think Randall from Monsters, Inc. will come and get me. Hmm. And a person that's scared of birds. I also have had birds stuck in my hair numerous times. August long, I had a dragonfly stuck in my hair. That was a weird one because I didn't want to hurt it, but I was also terrified. I should never wear a loose bun in my hair during the warm summer months. If you've had more than one bird stuck in your hair, there's something about your hair. Good shampoo, I suppose. Years ago, there was a bird. I was working the afternoon show here, and there was a bird, and it was obviously like a budgie or something. It was somebody's bird, and it was up against the window looking for help. Anyway, so I went and got it and brought it in the studio, and uh, it was kind of it was on the ledge over here. I'm just kind of pointing to an area about three feet away from me, and I was doing a, a an on air break, and the bird literally jumped up into my hair, and I, I just about broke my neck. Like the reaction I had, because I was just like. Ugh. But the pro Chris was, he's like, that was Tim McGraw. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a warble in his voice. (laughs) Oh man, it was was terrifying. I didn't didn't have much air, but the bird still found a nest. Somebody did mention that they're scared of uh, bodies of water, but Hmm. didn't elaborate on why. Okay. Well, they're so vast. Like, Like being in the ocean where you can't see land, that's scary. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um, anyway, Sam, what about you? What's your fear? Hey, so I'm totally with Jack on the moth thing. Thank you. They are creepy as all anything. <laughs> yeah. It's the creep the, factor on them. Yeah. To the point where I have a rope that I pull my shed door open with so that I can stand back because they tend to live in like the top of the door frame. And when I open the door, they fall. Kaplunk. Ooh. Moth corpse. (laughs) You got it. I'm terrified of speaking correctly. (laughs) Well, you're in a good job for that, Matt. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about phobias this morning. Ooh, this one's very scary. Leeches. I can't explain it, but I've been scared since I was seven years old, says a texter. Yeah, you can relate to that. Yeah, the, the movie Stand By Me. Remember when they go swimming and they get the leeches all over them? Yes, yes. Ah. We go to Strawberry Creek and we get the blood. We call them blood suckers. Well, do they hurt when they latch on? Not typically. They don't really hurt. It it hurts to get them off. You'd have to like use either salt or yeah, like, salt. I've heard or like a like you know a lighter. Like oh, heat, just the lighter. Heat them. You off. Forget about the burn. <laughs> <laughs> this one is very scary. Medicine cabinets with mirrors are the worst. First, you're just looking at your face in the mirror. You open it to get something. Maybe your toothpaste. You close it, and surprise, there's an evil Satan-like murderer behind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Like, you close it, and ah, exactly. behind you. Exactly. You know what? I have a phobia. Now that you mention that, I have a phobia of urinals. Um, uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> explain. Okay. Because sometimes I, I have this phobia that someday I'm going to be at the urinal, mm-hmm. and somebody's going to come up from behind me and grab me by the head and smash my head. Do you run in a lot of gang circles? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't what know. What have you been watching? I don't know. That is a weird thing. But now that you mention that, like, some, are you scared of somebody it coming makes from sense. behind? I guess. Like, How many would... people do you think in your life would do that to you? I don't know. None, I hope. But I just it's just a weird feeling. I do you just... owe somebody some money? Or... <laughs> I have another phobia, being at a urinal beside somebody and them looking over and laughing. But that's another story. Well, that's a story. <laughs> Oh, and then he smashes your head into the wall. There you go. <laughs> Combined. Tanya. Hi. So has anybody mentioned those Jurassic Park things that fly called dragonflies? <laughs> Somebody mentioned that they got one in their hair. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. And I feel like there's lots of dragonflies this year. There are lots. I will there's say tons. that. Well, that's because they eat mosquitoes. Okay. I know they eat mosquitoes, but they're still gross. They look like something that was should be in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, they look like they need to take off from the Edmonton International Airport, right? <laughs> that too. Yeah. The only things that <laughs> are taking <laughs> off from the airport. <laughs> Got him. All right, all right. Yes, what about uh, you, Ben? Years back, I used to work with uh, private security canine division. Yeah. And I was doing some patrols with this older guy, one of my supervisors. Me and him get to this one building, and I had to stop dead on my tracks. There's one of the big, like, emperor moths flying around inside. Mm. So I tell him, I'm like, I can't go in. I explain to him why, and he looks down, and he sees ants crawling across the floor. He starts laughing. He goes, you kill those, and I'll kill the moth. (laughs) Found out that uh, he's terrified of freaking ants. That's a good deal. I hate ants. Ants are the worst. It is. And, and, I mean, he's got good reasoning. He told me the story. I guess he was uh, bogged down in the trenches behind enemy lines in Germany in the middle of a firefight, and they got big-ass ants out there. And, uh, obviously, if you're bogged down, you can't go nowhere. They had to sit there and let the ants bite their feet. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know the ants well, are bad when the Nazis are come secondary. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
Jack was talking about Carrie Underwood and her husband Mike arguing about whether donuts are just a a breakfast food or a dessert food, and uh, she said breakfast, and uh, a huge majority of her people said yes. Yeah, Uh, 80% of people were like, yep, donuts are only for breakfast. Forget about desserts. Must be an American thing, though, we're thinking. Somebody just texted and said Carrie has never been to the donut mill in Red Deer, obviously. Those donuts are good anytime. Oh, so true. Mm -hmm. All donuts are good anytime, really. I've had Uh, a a donut... uh, after midnight, before midnight, after six, before six. <laughs> what do you recommend, great. Matt? What's the ideal time for a donut? <laughs> if you know, speaking from experience, there's two schools of thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just eat it, man. It's delicious. Anytime. Speaking of food, mm. on a related note, Matt's been talking about this off air all morning, and so I decided we finally needed to call his beautiful wife Samantha, and uh, well, just get get a take on a subject that uh, he's been talking about off air. Hello? Your husband has been talking behind your back. Uh, he always does that. <laughs> well, and in front. And in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, front, behind, he don't care. He says you're a corn snob. I am. I love my Tabor corn. <laughs> she, the, we know. This is a massive here. understatement. <laughs> <laughs> if we get corn in our house, um, automatically Sam is like, she's like in for a roller coaster at dinner. Because if, if, it, if it's not the right corn, she's like, oh. Slams it down on her plate. This is a good corn. <laughs> <laughs> and like borderline doesn't let our kid eat it. Like, no, Bo, you don't want this. It's trash. <laughs> He's looking like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm like a year and a half old. I want my corn. What makes it's good corn? corn? Animals. <laughs> it's corn for the animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be really crisp, not mushy, very sweet, and a bit juicy. Hmm. Are you talking about how you like your men? <laughs> Not mushy. <laughs> a bit mushy. I'm more juicy than mushy. But you are pretty sweet, Matt. There you go. That's right. Now, you were telling me too, Sam, last night that your family, like being from Lethbridge, very close to Tabor, you guys would just eat corn for dinner. You guys were such corn junkies. Oh, yeah. Some summer evenings, we would just get bags and bags of corn from the stands and that's all we would have for dinner is just corn mm-hmm. it was amazing it mm-hmm. was so good i miss those nights <laughs> yeah matt yeah. she misses those nights matt take I gotta... her back to lethbridge yeah. come on yeah, that's a country a song give me that corn night <laughs> <laughs> where we ate eight ears of corn apiece <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, we're talking just a few minutes ago to Matt's wife, Sam, about her Tabor corn obsession, and it led to... Is it dinner? Is it dinner? Is just having corn on the cob with nothing else dinner. I have done this before. I've eaten two or three, I guess they're called ears of ears corn. Ears of corn. Yeah. And, and they can be quite large. Yeah, and they're fantastic. No, nah, it's not dinner. It's not dinner? Well... You want a rounded meal, first off. Come on. It is round, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) It goes around. I get what you're saying. You you can eat a little bit more on the plate. Vegetables are great. Don't get me wrong. Corn, uh, although barely nutritious, is a vegetable. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's only 100 calories an ear. Yeah. Right? You got to eat like seven of them. Okay. But maybe somebody is. I mean, I wouldn't be my true self if I didn't say this was for sure dinner. Wow. And that's a lot of corn. The amount of flossing you're going to have to do after seven ears of corn. Yeah. Well, but I mean, is a good floss not dictate something was a good dinner? 
I, it means it was a stringy dinner. <laughs> like ribs. You definitely need floss True after that. steak. Yeah. Do you so- need to floss is not the name of this bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it up, not us. I'm just saying. I didn't think you'd get h- hooked on her. <laughs> first text in. This is for sure dinner. Wow. All right. Wrap it up. <laughs> it's not dinner. <laughs> I say yes. Yeah, I me say too. I say there's a, you know what? If a, if a bag of popcorn can be dinner. it's you know? only, Popcorn's only dinner because you pour <laughs> butter and salt on it, just like your ears of corn. Oh, oh it's dinner. I've just switched. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it would happen. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. It doesn't matter what we think. It matters what you think. Mm-hmm. Is it dinner? Nothing but cobs of corn. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, is it dinner? Is it a cob of corn or a couple or maybe three or four, or as Matt said, seven to get your 700 calories in? Um, is it qualifies dinner, Jack? Well, Tina from Tabor says, yes, it is. It's definitely supper. I love Tabor corn. Ugh. I just can't. I, I just can't. Like, you need something else. It's like having a plate of broccoli. No way. No. It's way better than broccoli. It's, I'm not denying it's better than broccoli. I'm just saying it's like the similar look on the plate. You're just eating veggies, bro. This, this text says it is both dinner and supper, but someone's on your side, Matt. They said, no, protein, not dinner. It needs a chunk of meat to go with it. Not even the meat. Protein's necessary. Maybe have like corn and eggs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to have. Have me some corn, corn and, and eggs. eggs. It's, a, it's a classic Sheets household dish. It's like you had nothing left in your house. Here you go. Corn, eggs, and beans. Yes. It's like pretzels and gum. Just Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.